I told my mom, say, I want to go to United States. My mom said, how are you going to pay for it? This is the second time. Last time you say you want to quit your vocational school. Actually, if you graduate from vocational school, you can be an accountant. Every woman does that. Why can't you do it? And I said, but that's not my style. Hi, my name is Andrew, and I would like to be remembered by the people that I spent my time with. This show, Giant, is the story of those people. Today's guest actually lent her name to my show title, my mom, better known as Jill Giant. My mom has been a teacher since before I was even born. So as a child, my whole world was seen through the lens of school. On weekdays, I would go to school, spend all days with my teachers, and then come back to another teacher waiting at home for me. My mom was the classic education-focused Asian-American parent, and in the moment, it may have seemed like overkill to wake up every day at 7 a.m. during summer break to take practice SATs as a middle schooler, but the driving force behind my mom's unrelenting determination for her children's success wasn't fully clear to me until I grew up. Today, we'll be talking about her upbringing in Taiwan and chasing her dream of becoming a teacher, moving to America on a week's notice, raising a family while also starting a career, and her faith as a Christian and how it's changed her views on family and parenthood. You have three siblings, one older sister, one older brother, one younger brother, and both of your parents growing up. Where did you grow up and what was it like growing up with your family? You know, I grew up in Taiwan, Taipei. This is really like a long time ago. We don't really have that much time playing around, but my sister, I remember I grew up with my sister and my brother. My sister always liked to pick up the wonder dog. What does that mean? It means that with a lot of homeless dogs, she always can find a dog and bring home to take care of them. So for me, as an observant, she always got something and my mom would say, where did you get this dog? So that's kind of a childhood. And so my brother always quiet, always you know, my mom always feed my brother. Is your older brother? Older brother. So chill. Because that's the time when I was little. If I was a little, my younger brother was not born at that time. We always spend time in the, how do you say that? The farm, you know, in Taiwan, there's a rice, there's a water thing. So you can walk around, along the side and you can play with water. It grows rice. You're growing it grows rice. rice of water, you know, like a land with, how do you describe that? Like a rice it's paddy. A rice paddy, mm -hmm. and then and that we will be able to walk along with the path. We can pick up that little fish, and then sun-dry fish, and then get a little tadpole. Tadpoles? Yeah, tadpole. Oh, the okay. frog little tadpole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's all my childhood time with my siblings. What about and your my, parents? My parents busy making a living. My father's because that he work and he has to get up early, like four thirty, because that as you can see that here, and then people pick up the garbage, so that he has to get up early, and then they only have that kind of tri tri tripod, that kind of tricycle, uh -huh. yeah, tricycle. Uh -huh. So they're in the back of that, that we have the truck here, but they don't, they just have the tricycle, tricycle. and then they can pick up the garbage. My mother's 
busy working. So both of them busy working. So grandma and grandpa didn't go to school, right? No. And your older siblings didn't go to college either? No. How did education become so important for you and why? Since I was a kid, so I say my sister picked up the wander dog, homeless dog. My brother sit there. And then for me, I love baby. Since I was a kid, because I don't have a toy. Mm -hmm. So the best toy is the baby. My neighbors, they got a lot of baby. So my toy is take care of their baby. And then after that, I think that because of the love of the baby and I want to be a teacher, I think that's since like I what was, age were you when you when you realized this? I think probably since that the first or second grade, before second grade, honest with you, I don't have that much memory. I think that I start to think about to be a teacher. I think it started second grade, third grade, and then fourth grade. I have a very very caring teacher. That's the time I start to want to be a teacher because being a teacher, you can be helpful, caring, and also in charge. So that's how I started. Since I want to be a teacher, my parents also know because I care for the baby. But they keep telling me, you cannot be because your academic performance is not that strong. And only there's one college you can get to the college to become a teacher. In Taiwan. In Taiwan. So I know I want to be a teacher. I know it's kind of not really possible, but I still want it. And so my parents, they will not be able to help me academic way. They know education is very important, but they feel that they cannot help that much. Chinese culture, they don't really encourage you that much. Really? They don't really say, oh, you're doing a good job. They uh, don't do that way. <laughs> but they will tell you what's the difficulty part. <laughs> That's why <laughs> they like so a, they they, they yeah. like you know they like analyze mm -hmm. it with their limits. Yes, yes. So they tell you all that kind of obstacles, obstacle, and, and then that, so that's that. that Very true. <laughs> so that's a culture way because the purpose, they their intention is good. Mm. Why they say in case in the future yeah, you yeah. see this obstacle, and then I tell You're you aware. now. Yeah, I tell you now, but. In another way, their experience is very limited. Mm -hmm. They only experience, they see the difficult because they don't know how to read. They know that life is really hard for them. They are trying to share with you their experience. Right. That's how I feel yeah. now. Before that time, we think they are just, you know, put me Being down, jerks. put me yeah. down. <laughs> no, totally. I totally get that. So that's why they really have a good intention. And then with that, they actually, they are using their way to help us. So this goes back to a little bit of education. Why did you decide to learn English? And when did you make the decision to go to America? And what did your family think about that? Whoa. Talking about this one as what I just say, I know there's only one college. The one teacher's college. One teacher college. The whole island, only one teacher college. And there's another one is that the elementary teacher college is a kind of, is a vocational. Vocational. Vocational mm -hmm. teacher way. For me, since the, as a, a little kid, I want the best. The only in my mind is that the best college I won't be able to get in. As I told you that the parents supporting, but they won't be able to give you any uh, academic help. Support, right. right. Luckily, actually, I would say blessed enough, I met with a group of my high school friends. And then they are, um, they're all getting to college. But unfortunately, I did not get into the college at that time. So I get into the night school. Wait, not a night school. It's a kind of vocational school. 
but I don't like accounting. I'm not good at it. I don't like the number. I don't like to count the money. I went there for three months. Then I know that's not my school. That's not my career. So I dropped off. So I went home to my mom. Sure, she was very upset because that a lot of the female figure at that time, everybody getting the accounting is the best career. But for me, because since I was a kid, I want to be a teacher. Yeah, so that's like not the way I yeah. like it. So my mom says, so what do you want plan to do? I remember she was uh, one of the bakery store chef. I still remember this the discussion. And I went to her workplace. And then I told her I dropped out the school. And she was preparing the bakery store their lunch. So she was cooking and there's someone helping her. And so she was very upset because in public, I put her <laughs> a spot. I didn't even know. I only know that right. what I want at that time. So that the other co-workers said, just let her talk <laughs> because she was so upset. She was cooking. Right. You know, I'm really a bad girl. <laughs> and then so I told her, I said, she said, then what do you plan to do? She's pushing herself. She's pretending to be calm yeah in public in you know? public <laughs> so she said then what do you plan because i already dropped out of school i mm -hmm. stopped going to that vocational school which she already worked so hard paid for it mm -hmm. and then she said what do you plan to do and i say i want to take the retake i plan to do the retake i want again. to go to the college and i want to go to the uh what do we say is the after school program sure cost money mm -hmm. and then she said, where do you get that money then? I say, you pay for it. <laughs> See, this is how I was at that time. <laughs> and then she said, how do I know if you're going to run through this? And I say, if I say, you know, I will do it. Oh, then I think you pay for it and I will do the house, uh, housekeeping for six months, okay. preparing the school, all that. And because her mom is working, all brother, sibling, they are all working and dad's also working. I say, I will do that in, in payback that, you know, you pay for my after school program and I will do the housekeeping. I went to the after school and then I get into the night school, the college night school. That's how I learned the English mm. because at that time when we're taking the entrance test, we don't have a choice of our score. It depends on our number, like your our score, like how well you perform. How score and then we're matching for the school. That year I get into the night school and then get into the English literature. In the same time, my sister said that I was at home, uh, you know, preparing this inside. Um, I plan to do this um, study. So she introduced me to get into the Taiwan telecommunication company for the operator. What they say is another golden um, job. job. Yeah. And then you got good pay. And then you have a good benefit. So she said, you try it. Because I know that my mother is doing this paying for the tuition. My brother and my sister, they all share a little bit. And then I was home doing the housekeeping. And I know doing housekeeping is not my career either. I know that any opportunity, if I can get a job and I can go to the good college, I will do it. So take that's it. why my sister told me to take this entrance for the company run so I took that by the end I got into the night college in the same time I got this job career uh, the, the telecommunications job yes the job and then both of one is for the English literature the other one if you go into the job you have to get four language training 
Four different languages? Four different languages. English, Korean, Japanese, and then Cantonese. And I already know how to speak Mandarin. I get this training during the summer and then September start school. And then I will be able to go to school. In the meanwhile, take the job. So that job paid me well. With that paying, mm-hmm. I learned English. But my idea to being a teacher did not diminish. But I got a good pay. I got a good life. I go to school. I have a college degree. For I think that when I do that, my college has to do five years. Regular college of four years. Right. I work during the daytime and then at night I go to the college. At that time, I will be able to support our family. You know, I remember that I bought the first air conditioner for our apartment with my pay for the telecommunication company. And I also got something for myself with my camera. Then after that is I finished my college. After five years. After five years. So how old are you at this point? 26 or 27. Okay, so like my age. Did you remember just now you you asked me that, why do I come to United States? I have to say that after you graduate from college, you've been paid good in five years. I got bored. Now I have nothing to study. I already get this good job. What's in the future? Not that much. Thank God that time. I start to tell my mom, I say, I need to go apply college in the United States because I know I cannot get a teacher's job in Taiwan. I think there's another time I went to my mom's office. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my mom is not, there's no office. I have to say, my mom is that kind of the main job. So she works in different places trying to make a living because she doesn't read, but she's very skillful. I had such a good job, and then I can make a good living for yeah, everybody, support, family, support, support the family, yourself. all that. And then, but I did not get my goal served, my purpose served. I want to be a teacher. I told my mom, say, I want to go to United States. My mom said, how are you going to pay for it? This is the second time. Last time you say you want to quit your vocational school. Actually, if you graduate from vocational school, you can be an accountant. Every woman does that. Why can't you do it? And I said, but that's not my style. That's not my thing. After I graduated in June, I applied one of the school, Adolfo University replied. And then what they tell me say, yes, you can come over, but you need to make sure you have this money. And then in the bank, so we know you can financially support yourself. And also they say, you have to come here to pick your I-20. What's that? I-20 is a permission for the foreign student to come over here to study. And then you can use this one to apply for your visa. Oh, okay. So that's, you can get your I-20 out of that. Because the school started August 20-something, 27, mm-hmm. the end of the August. You have to pick up, I think I got a permission. It's like a August 14 or something. It's within a month. Within a month, if you want to start, you can start right now. Wow. So it's really a short time. So I told my mom, I say, I want to go to United States. She say, with what? On her mind is that with what money you're gonna have, and actually I talked to my friend and my coworker that the place where I work is a government job. I want to go to the United study, but then I know my mom cannot afford it. I need this certain money put in the bank so right. I can. For the they university. Can give me, yes. Now I first have to solve the problem is get the money, and then spoke to my mom. I told them this is I suggest a solution. <laughs> I suggest a solution. Okay. You start a loan 
with a twenty people, mm-hmm. everybody in the beginning they pay five thousand dollars in Taiwan dollars. Mm. They pay five thousand dollars, and you collect all your money, mm-hmm. and then someone will run this one. So first, I have to pay. Have you ever heard about this? Kind so this of- sounds like crowdsourcing. Like you go around, you ask everyone for a little bit of money, and then that pool of money allows you to go do whatever you want. Yes, do. but after that, every month you have to pay back. And then there's someone. Someone else will be the next man. one. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a middleman, uh-huh. and then that middleman is that she's my coworker. Yeah. She's willing to do that. But when I pay back, for example, if you need the money this month, it's your turn. So there's a twenty people that can use this one. It's a kind of emergency oh, money. Okay. So it's a kind of deposit, but they run like this. In I don't a, know. In a cycle. In a cycle, yeah, twenty people take turn. That's how I collecting all my tuition. At Enough that money time. to go so to. So my mom say, so now who is gonna pay that five thousand every month? My sister and my brother, my brother say, we are gonna chip in. And my brother at that time, he is working in the journal company that printing. He say he's gonna pay for that for me. So that's how my coworker she start to run it as a middleman. My brother is paying the money for me. I just take the money and come to United States. That's how I started talking about I twenty. You know who get that I twenty for me? It's within that one week. Yeah. I won't be able to come in. So Megan Ma's father drove two hours from New Jersey to the school, getting the I twenty, and then send me over to Taiwan, Amazing. and I got it in the week. Within a week. And within a week, yeah. and then that week I got the I twenty. And so I have it in my hand. I got the money, and I told my mom, I said I'm going to United States next week. And I went to my company. I told them that I say I quit today. They say why? I say I need to go to United States to study. They say when? I say my flight is tomorrow. <laughs> and then they say why do you wait today? I say I'm not sure if I can get I don't want. I got it today. <laughs> and then my school started next week. You know, I truly have to say thank God that people around me they really、yeah. help me so much and make this happen. So I come to United States, and then I think it's August twenty seventh, nineteen eighty seven. What was your first day in America like, and what was it like living away from your home and adjusting to being in a new country? How do I start? Yes, if you say that, how do I start here? First, I come into this country. I Getting because May Papa, you know,、yeah. as he got the I twenty for me, <laughs> and sure he picked me up from the airport. So nice. Then he delivered me to the Adolfa University. We live in an apartment. The first day I come to United States because I always like to explore, and then I I'm so happy. The only thing I feel the difference is that in August in September is cold, and then my room is so hot. Because you know, apartment they always turn on the heat the most. Right after I come into my apartment that weekend, my elementary girlfriend she came in with her husband、mm. to United States for some business. the The weekend I spent in Manhattan, we went to watch the show Chippendale. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> very fun. <laughs> so they took me to one of their friends. There's a one of the areas so nice. We eat in the Tower on the Green. Oh, okay, in Central Park. And then we eat in the Boathouse. So that's my first weekend. Wow, amazing. Yes, <laughs> and、really、then、nice. 
Oh yes, and we went to visit their friend. Uh-huh. Guess what? what? They give me a bag of the rice, twenty five pound. I carry back to my apartment. <laughs> I told you this. Yeah, you rode the train to go back, right? Yes, that's amazing. You planned your whole life around trying to become a teacher, and you finally make your way through this really meandering path. Right, yeah, a really right. interesting path here. And it's like now you're living your dream, right? You you found a way to make it work, and now all of a sudden you're living a new adult life in right. a completely different country. Right, and then so I remember there's a one hour apartment is on the Hampstead Turnpike. This is Long they, Island, right? Long Island. They do have a one big shopping mall because I came in in August twenty seven. So the week later, I have to open the bank account. Yeah, account.、Mm-hmm. So I remember I went to the Chase Bank. And they say, "How much do you want to deposit?" I say, "Twelve thousand." At that time, I don't really know that twelve thousand is a lot of money at that right. time in U.S. dollars.、Right? U.S. dollars. So they say, "Do you want to transfer what?" I say, "No, I have it here." So I just <laughs> took out the money, the in cash. In cash. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, "Oh, actually, it's not the cash. The、oh. travel bank,、okay. travel check. Okay, travel、okay. check is the real money." Yes. So it's a thousand dollars, I think. A thousand dollars. One piece, so only like a twelve piece. So I say, oh, this is how much twelve thousand. And they look at me. They say, you carry this? I say, yes. I think that's the only way I can have the money. So I open the bank in Chase Bank. Since then, I still always have it in Chase Bank. Looking back, there's a lot of amazing moment God has placed. Seriously, like I, this is the first time I heard a lot of this stuff, and it's just amazing that like all the things that you just spoke about that leads to all of this, like、right. this home, like me. Yes.、Um, a family. I guess the next follow-up is, how did you meet Dad, and what do you remember about meeting him? When I first met your dad, is that we went to a blind date, but I'm not his blind date. I'm just a, go along with the blind date, and so the only time he saw me is the back of my head. They drive us home, give us a ride home. How things work it out is what I told you when I come to United States. I want to be a teacher. I came along and the thing just lay out. Your dad wrote in this journey is that he came to United States has to be the same time with me, Gamma. Just now get my I twenty. They came in the same flight. Really? So prepare my journey. Do they know each other? <laughs> they don't. Oh. So they came on the same flight, and then he's supposed to live in the New Jersey, which is I'm going to move in with me, but then. In the end, he live in New York. So he live in New York, and I supposed to go to New Jersey, and then I come to New York.、Mm-hmm. So we know each other because of the blind date, not because we want to, you know. We're interested in each other. Each other. Just, you just met one time. Yeah. So then when I came in, he just showed as a friendly say, you know, I seems to come in and we can hang out. When did you decide that he was someone that you could start a family with? You know, when we talking about love, you don't you really talk about that. You want to start a family. You say this is the one that cares for you. He listen to you, and then、uh, you can share things, and he always be there. That's how you starting with someone. Starting family is not an occupation、yeah. or career. Right.、Starting、you don't family, apply for it, right? You don't apply for it. But then starting a family is someone that you can share things. You feel comfortable. There's a lot of. Difference between two personality, but you feel like someone listen to you, and then also they need to make that commitment.、Mm-hmm. So how do I decide? Is sure I decide certain thing, but they have to make the same. They have to make the same decision with you. 
That's how you started with the family. That's how I, you know, I never thought about this question. I'm glad that you, I never, because if you want to say, how do I start this family? I will tell you honestly, mm -hmm. is when I graduate, I got an offer. I told you, I got an offer from Fort Ovet. You know, you want to teach in the District 26, which is top notch in the whole New York City. You know how I make a decision? I say, let me go home and think about it. That night, I call your dad. I say, they offered this position. And now, I can take it. If I take it, the only reason make me take it is that we start the life together. Then, if it's not, I don't really need to stay here. I'll just go home. Your dad say, how about you take it and we talk? I say, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about me. We can start mm -hmm. a life together. Yes, but then if it's not, then it's okay. Don't feel pressure. <laughs> That's a big question to ask somebody though. Right, but the thing is that for me uh -huh. as a person, you see that. Yes, very on brand for your personality. I want this thing. If you are on board, then come with me. If you're not, that's totally okay. <laughs> so I started with that go to the college. I started with the United States. And then if you want to on board, come you know, on board. Come if you don't board, want, that, that's, that's okay. okay. Yeah. You know, then I'll go home. Sure, I'll be upset, but then it's all right. Don't feel pressure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't feel pressure. Yeah. And then. Dad say, I don't know why. He say, okay. okay. <laughs> he say, okay, let's start this. Okay. And so I got an offer in January. He's going to graduate from computer science graduate school mm -hmm. in May. I got a job. I started in January and then we got married May 25th. He graduated next morning. That's how we started. What is it like trying to start a new career while also trying to start a new family? You know, the career I've been talking, spending like Your 25 years want to be a teacher. And you can see that how excited I was, you know, that my English is not that good. But I become a teacher. Every day, was so excited every day and night. <laughs> Yes, yeah, really fun. You spend all this time that you want to be a teacher and you finally make it happen in another country. I have that kind of dedication. I think that's how I get the job because that what I told the interviewer, the district uh, recruiter, and then she said, you can be a teacher. I say, but I cannot deal with a special ed student because I will get so emotional attached. If they got physical handicap, then my emotion cannot really overrun that. So they say, Oh, then you're good. You can be a teacher. You can be a good teacher. They ensure me I can be a teacher. They say they're just learning disability. It's mm -hmm. not really that kind of physical disability. disability. I say, I'll go think about it. Then at that time, I don't know what's a resource room. So my first job teaching four students for one year. Because what I want to be a teacher, and I only work with four students, you know how much love they take from that you know they divided by whole 25 years that dedication with this four students i think the student and parents they felt that that's the first year i started i have to say that because i got this teacher job make me see no obstacle yeah even there's this obstacle but i see no obstacle because I want to do it, I want to make 
it work because I've been working so hard. I want to make it work. I just spend every effort, I would say. I kind of remember that because I only teach four students one day. So I get there like at 8 o'clock. I even go to my boss and say, you know what? Only teaching 40 minutes. And then from 40 minutes to next 40 minutes for one hour. What do I do? They say, you can charge us for traveling for 15 minutes. And I say, no, not, that's not what I mean. I mean that I have one hour. What do I do so that I can do work as a teacher? They say, you take a break. <laughs> and I say, oh. And they say, you charge us 15 minutes for a traveling time. Another 15 minutes for the traveling time. I say, okay, then I don't need to pay for that 30 minutes. I drive by myself. The gasoline charge very cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and they were laugh. They, they did not laugh at me. Okay. They say, <laughs> This person really want to be a yeah, teacher. Yeah, want to really want to work. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why I remember. So four students, it means that four times 40 is two hour 40. And I have to spend six hours as a working. You see that how relaxed job it was. Mm -hmm. But it's my first teaching job. And you're still there. You still I'm work still there. I'm still there. I do have a lot of time to prepare. But I didn't I have to be honest with you, I did not prepare because I don't know what to prepare. Mm -hmm. I only know that I want to help the kid. I think my enthusiastic enthusiasm, yes, made them see that I want to be a good teacher. All the teacher I've been working with, they see me, they help me. The middle school, which I still work at there now, is for 30 years. You literally had this dream from when you were in second grade you come all the way to the united states and you realize your dream right even though you didn't pass the test back in taiwan somehow you still found your way to be a teacher here in america and a successful one and you still have that career today when you were starting that career that dream that you had how did you also make time to start a family oh yeah do you remember i say i love baby yeah yes i love baby i still love baby yeah so the, there's no conflict uh, when I tell your dad, I say, if she, he want it, then we can start this together. So in the meanwhile, I have my dream job, and then we start a family. He say, okay, let's start it so we get married in May. And then sure, we want to get married. A lot of people disagree. Why? Because financially, we are not stable. That's my first year as a teacher. How do they know if I can be a teacher yeah, for the next year? Sustain, yeah. Right. So at that time, I got this job. They paid me half a year of salary. Then next year, when September starts, I become a full-time. I remember I asked them, I say, what do you mean by full-time? You see that how naive I am? They say, it means that you have a benefit. I say, so what? <laughs> they say, you got a benefit, and also you have a summer vacation. I say, oh, oh good, now yeah, you're talking. Now, yes, yes. <laughs> so that's how I, that's so, that's what, so that's how I get a full time. If Michael born in November, so in February somewhere the next year, I tell dad, I say, you know what, probably we can start to think about having kids. And then we have Michael, then you, and then that's it. Good enough. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. And then for me, 
I can just keep having because I love baby. I told you. Right. Then I didn't realize that baby need to go to school, <laughs> <laughs> and then baby need to pay a lot of things. Very, so, baby's very expensive. Very expensive, but thank God that because the love, and then I will be able to afford it. As I told you back in long time ago, I was housekeeping for a period of time.、Mm-hmm. I know housekeeping is not my job.、Mm-hmm. My mom know that I don't have that skill either. So my mom said that if you cannot be a housekeeper, then you have to make good money. So support. A housekeeper. I get my job as a teacher, so that I will be able to hire a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Truly, thank God that nanny take care of Michael. Nanny take care of you.、Mm-hmm. I'm truly a blessed person. <laughs> I got all the help,、yeah. right? Everyone came in to support you and to help you、right. when you needed them. Right. And、yeah. so that's how I start a family,、mm-hmm. and that's how I can take care of both. My friend told me someone is taking care of your baby, and then. In the meanwhile, you still have free time, so you teaching, and then you need to constantly getting all the credit. I mean, that teaching credit I mean go to school to build up your credential, so you get higher pay and can pay your nanny. So it's、yeah. a kind of cycle. Cycle, yeah, yeah. So when when I have a nanny at that time, I went to school. I, in the meanwhile, I still go to school, so I take all my credit at that time.、Mm-hmm. So that's why at this time I'm talking to you. I'm the highest rank in the teacher paying rate. Why? Because I really make my time. You know, invest my time either learning something or doing something. I don't know how it happened, but、mm-hmm. I did manage it. In the meanwhile, I will be able to manage that, help Daddy with the business, and then sure, I have to tell Nanny that you have you guys have to. Study something,、mm-hmm. so you guys did that, and then feed you guys well.、Right. Cooking, shopping,、yeah. just make sure that home is taken care of, the company is taken care of, my schoolwork is taken care of. To move on, it's a common stereotype for Asian American parents that they value education over everything else, and they push their children to perform well in school. From your perspective as a mom and a teacher. How do you see the American education system in comparison to the Taiwanese education system? And in your words, why was it so important for you that your children valued education? As you, I told you that my education start is starting by my self initiation. I don't have the background with the parents educating, but I do meet one of my middle school friend. Her mother is the professor. Her father is also the college graduate. He's a big businessman. I've been standing with the middle school friend for a period of time. I would say starting middle school till I come to United States, we are very close because then she is the only daughter, and then I'm like in their family all this time since、mm-hmm. I was a kid. So I see that how her mother, being as a professor. That elegance with the perspectives different.、Mm. So I listen to their conversation. I do get influenced by their family background. By my mom, my family, we don't have that、background. kind of family background like that. With that, also cultivated, saturated me as being as a teacher, as a professor, as her mom is. So now talking about my side, how I see as education, yes, it's very important, but. As you can feel that, 
I do want the kids to get a good education for their good, but I'm not sure if I ever be a tiger mom. But I do know that because it's so structured with being as a teacher, I will be able to tell them, oh, this is what you do, this is what you do. Sometimes I see this as a benefit as being the teacher and mother, but also sometimes I say there's a disadvantage. Why do I say that? Because I will be able to picture the both sides of the kids being as a student at school and also being a son at school. There's an advantage, also there's a disadvantage because they don't have a way to have their own way to perspect things. So sometimes if they want to have their own reasoning, I will already reason out for them. As a teacher role, as a mother role, they never get a chance to resonate their thinking as a student role on their own. The only time probably reasoning out Mm -hmm. is when you are in the high school, when you are in independent school. But I say, it's a good opportunity for you to be independent. Because I've been in that role, because I teach middle school. I see all the middle school students already. Mm -hmm. So I already have the eyes for middle school. Before I first started job as a resource room, I taught in elementary. Even though I was not educated in the United States, I see the environment already. When I was in Taiwan, I don't feel pressure because my parents was not educated. So they don't see how stress or they don't give me that kind of pressure. I'm starting on my own. I'm totally free learning. And so that's why here, I also give you the free learning. But in the meanwhile, because I was teaching, so I probably sometimes will be using a little bit Tiger Ma style. It's like a different techniques and angles. Cause like, you know, you're a teacher and you're like, oh, if I can teach my students this, why not teach my kids this yes. in the same way, right? Like, But that's not a mother role. That's not uh-huh. a mother way. So that for me is I'm kind of twist a little bit, probably not really that fluently, not skillful, not professional. If you want to ask me that as the cultural background within Taiwan, United States, I think I will say that I get more freely when you guys want to do something. I still question myself is that when you guys want to do something, I say you choose based on your decision. When you make that choice, sure, outcome sometimes is not good, but I give you that kind of freedom in the American way. And then probably that's the one way when my mom, because she was not educated that well, she only had the life experience but when I say I want to drop out school to start my college entrance test, the only thing I ask is for the money. And she she was forced to say yes, but she said yes because she respect my decision. Then when I already have a good education and good career, good job, occupation, and when I tell her I want to come to the United States, and she was say yes and she has to support me so I think I learned it that way so the same way when I deal with you or your brother I say you guys make your decision and then you're responsible I'm okay with it yeah with the outcome right so that's how some of my friends probably disagree with me because they you let them have the freedom now but in the future probably they say they should not waste this time But now I'm talking to you, I will say, you and your brother never waste the time because you have the life experience. 
you learn from your life experience. And you are young, you never get, you still have the chance to make the walk around. To figure it out, right? Right. So, so when you ask me that the education way, this is how I see education is a life experience. Mm-hmm. Like for me, mm-hmm. I will not say I can memorize Shakespeare literature, but I will tell you that I learned from the Shakespeare experience to live through my life, mm-hmm. to learn from that lesson, to adapt my action or yeah. decision. So that's what I think the most valuable thing my mom passed on to me is that I make decision, I be responsible. Make sure that I don't regret my decision. Mm-hmm. We learn, we continue mm-hmm. learn, and never too late to change. My life goal being as a teacher, that life goal never mm-hmm. change. When I look back, I say, I want to be a teacher. Now this is the 30 years being a teacher. Now I don't really have to teach in school. I actually, you learn from all the experiences that you can teach in daily life yeah. with the people around you and you give the best advice learn from you, you're the teacher. You're a teacher, yeah. Right. It doesn't have to be in a school. Right. I was just thinking when you mentioned about, it's more about the value of life experience being education yes. rather than just sitting in a school. Because right. like I had the choice of going to a great high school in New York City or going to this boarding school. And I would actually argue that the New York City curriculum is more rigorous, probably better performers, probably better grades. Right. But the life experience that I got living on my own and being my own independent person was invaluable. You can't put a price tag on that, right? right. Like I feel like I was so much of a more well-rounded person. I originally thought the only ways to be successful in my life was going to be math and science. Just do that, get really good at it. But going to a boarding school, it just taught me so much about how do you make relationships with people? How do you learn and also schedule your own time? The value of time, I think, was the number one lesson and trying to understand how do you not waste this time because it goes by so quickly, right? right? It is. And it's really cool to hear that your value of education isn't just, let's just go to the best school, whatever. It's just like, mm-hmm. what, what? how can I get my kid to learn, to learn, right? Like right, when, right, when I'm right. in this new school, even though the first year, I can tell you honestly, I hated it. I really did not like it. But as I stuck it out, the life lessons that I got in Virginia and the friends that I made in Virginia are still my friends today and are right. still the lessons that I care right. about today. Yes. All the experience, if it happened in your life, mm-hmm. is part of your journey. We, we read the story a lot of time. We say, you know, we always want to pick up the largest stone on the journey, the largest one, the symbolic talking large stone, the large pebble. But then, actually, if you come along, you mm-hmm. pick up any of the pebble. Every pebble has their symbolic way have their meaning making them become a pebble this is how people they become wise not because they are smart because they know how to make the stupidness into a wise one (laughs) they learn from that stupid action they don't just keep condemning his own dumbness they start to think about how do i make this become a wise one next Mm. time that's how you're learning it if you don't learn from it it is the dumb way. <laughs> yeah. There's a quote that pops into my mind. Being smart is knowing how to win an argument. But yeah. being wise is knowing to never get into one. In right. Place. Yeah. So that's why this is how you can walk around with it and then learn from it. Then you will see that's why the joy comes into place. Because you see yourself how to handle this. You got joy. When you look back and I just thought when I told you, 
Even if it was a difficulty, I still remember what I share with people. When I graduate school, where our apartment going to school is 45 minutes walk. And then in January, one way, January, January <laughs> snow. You know what? You have a snow boots, you get everything ready, you get a coat, whatever. You have to go to school and then you have no right. You have to walk in the snow. So as well, we, what I just say that, you know, 45 minutes and then you can see the snow can cover to your knee. And I still remember now is that when I walk in there and then I look around, because that in, in Taiwan, you don't see snow. And so that's why when you see the snow it was so beautiful, but now your toes are frozen. <laughs> and I don't quite remember, did you ever see that, you know, that the, the little girl is stepping on the puddle of the water, so much fun. At that time, now I recall, I still remember that moment. I have that kind of step on the puddle girl feeling, mm. excitement, mm -hmm. because that you will be able to see the snow and then with a different kind of feeling. And you were so exciting. You started in the school, being as a teacher in the graduate school. And that excitement that made me walk through that 45 minutes. Still cold, but in a good mood. <laughs> and then get to school. People look at me and say, how do you get here? I say, oh, you know, you just walk. walk. All the time. I say, yes. And, but then that's the only one experience. Sometimes you just have to go through one experience and your mood will change your life. Next question I have for you is, what is the hardest part about being the mom of Andrew Giant? The hardest one, he is stubborn like me. Why is not hard for me? Because that's how my mom feel about me. So that's why a lot of time when I see the stubbornness of Andrew, and I will just look back at how hard I was with my mom, kind of you know say laugh back at myself yeah. and say you did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's another way is that when you say it's the hardest thing is that I see that Andrew is stubborn like me, but I know something good will turn out. That's why it's not hard for me anymore. Right. And so, sure, sometimes I get upset. But then, as what I told you, it really depends on how your mood change, the way how you're looking at yeah, it. Yeah, perspective. Yeah, your perspective change that how you deal with the things. Mm. And then that's how, every time when I see it, and actually I clap when Andrew got stopped. Why? Because the personality and then the decision he's making, that, if it is that pursue his own dream nothing wrong with it i think it's funny because when i was hearing your story about how you wanted to realize your dream of being a teacher it's just like i have a singular mental focus and i have i see how i want to do this and i just need to go find a way so when i hear that i see myself <laughs> i'm like that's exactly how i think of these things yes i think what's really taught me a lot about our relationship over me growing up in this household and then becoming an adult now is that this idea of compromise right like yes. you and i have a very clear vision as to what we want right. but these visions sometimes don't align right? right and figuring out a way how do we do things as a team right because right. i think each of us individually is very competent we can right. get work done we can get yes. stuff done right. but more things can get accomplished and things are done better if we can collaborate right. and we can leverage both of our strengths right. to make something even better right why do i say that because when i say it's because from my life experience mm -hmm. i say that but if it's back in 20 years ago, no. I won't say that. But you know, that's why we listen to some of the old people. They tell you something is from their life. Mm. 
So that's right. why they share with you is their life experience. You know how precious that. Right. The book same things as book same things, but if they share with their life experience, you know how precious. You know when we joke about it, I say you know what the forty five minutes in snow. I walk in there.、Mm-hmm. I don't want you to walk in forty <laughs> five minutes in snow. You can drive the car. Why do you have to drive? Why do you have、I、to walk, walk there?、Yeah. But you have to learn that forty five minutes. You see that the toes feel. And then sometimes when we listen to people say, "Toya, you know, forty-five minutes, you you emphasize your toes, you know, frozen." But I have to emphasize is that the the sharing piece is precious than、yeah. the frozen toe. Right. You understand、right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that like for you, you sitting there trying to figure out how this program run,、mm-hmm. you sit up there for hours, hours trying to. Make your all brain cell work it out. Yeah. But for we look at it, oh, it work out. Boom, yeah, instantly. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's how people that share the experience. So, so I have to say, God is so amazing, truly. Like make everybody has this kind of different story to tell. But then, also when they have a story to tell, the people who listen to it, how are you gonna take it from the story? Yeah. Like even if you go live that experience, how are you gonna take that experience and share it with somebody else? That's where the value is, right? And enhance your own life. There you、process. go. Like kind of what's happening in this talk as well is like this ability to reflect gives、yeah. you the lesson. Like thinking of it like coffee, right? You get to pull out all of the the coffee from the beans, right, from right, the right. beans of experience, right, right, right. by being able to reflect about it and right, get right. get the most out of it.、Right. But you know, being as a parent, Ed, with that the strong mind, Andrew. Sometimes I feel I am afraid if I do not really do that good suggestion, which that hopefully his strong mind won't make him feel that much of the hurt. If I give him the suggestion that tell him not to do that, so he will not get that hurt. So that you know、I、what I mean. Protect your kid. Yes, that you know what. Sometimes I just say, I should tell him not to do certain things. For example, that's you know for our life experience that we should tell him that listen, you should not do like that. What we say, old Chinese, Chinese,、uh, that kind of、Obstacles. you know obstacle. Yeah, yeah. Tell him that advance. But sometimes we worry that. Sometimes、okay. I worry that. Worry about that. Should I give a suggestion or not? I still at times still being as a mother. At times, I know that you know he is strong-minded. I think that's the hardest things for me to be a parent as an Andrew. I know that he is strong-minded. I know that sometimes I have to be a limited mom, mom style, but I need to balance.、Mm. So that's the strongest things for me, being his mother. <laughs> <laughs> They say that when you get older, that the the boundaries become a little more clear, right? When you mention limited perspective. I think any generation that comes after us, like even let's say my kids' generation, my kids' kids' generation, I will probably be that you know、yes. that close-minded. Like you shouldn't do that because when I did that X, Y, and Z. Right, right, right. But yeah, there's a certain part of life being its own teacher. Right, right. right and right. I, I do feel that when you support me now, where before I did feel like okay, yeah, don't do this because there's a lot of obstacles, it's a lot of danger along the way, so you don't want to get hurt, don't do this. But now you have faith, where it's like, okay, you're gonna try it. I don't know if it'll work. You don't know if it'll work. 
but I trust that you will try and find a way to make it work. Yes, and that's why you say that when I first, you know, remember I told you, you know why do I send you to the boarding school? You know why? Because you want to go to the Simonson. And you are the person, if you go out of the room, you don't know how to turn left and right. Remember we say that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I say, in that case, boarding school, you just go there, you won't get lost. Yeah, you can't get lost. You know, you're just in the school, yeah. <laughs> Probably you get lost so many times. Yeah, because... <laughs> it's harder to get lost there. It's smaller. It's pretty small. But turn yeah. left and right, you still make that turn and run. Mm -hmm. And But then, I remember, you go to Stevenson, you have to take subway. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no so way. that's yeah. a limited mom, mom style, but it turned out there's some time we make a decision because we have one of our perspective, perspective. Mm -hmm. but by the end, God make the best. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's best what I would say. Sure. Michael is 28, I'm 26 now, and we're both moved out of home and we're living on our own. What is the biggest difference in being a parent after your kids grow up and move out? Now, this is really a good question you're asking that. Is that contemporary? This is it. This time that I always give you guys that independently decision making and I will let you to experience that mm -hmm. because I give you that kind of leeway. So now you are on your own. Actually, for one way, I look back at myself I kind of feel that I accomplished something. So is that I see you guys with a joyful way. Sure, you are not at home, but you know, before you were at home, you guys act on your own too. I never say, oh, you have to tell me when do you come home, blah, 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 blah. You know, we are like a parallel and then never entwined like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, that's true. I never felt like you interfered with yes, my, I, my social life. Like even right. when I lived at home, if I said that I'm going to go out with some friends, yes. I would just let you know. And that's just then, courtesy. So that's why I don't feel that my life was changed because you are not home. Probably most of the parents have to cook for their kids. So now they have no one to cook for. <laughs> but for me, cooking is my joy. So I just cook more amount or less amount. And this is the one thing I like the most. When I have something good, I share with you guys. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that you have to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like to share, share with you. Yeah. And then I don't feel that you guys say, oh, you cook good food, you do not share with me. <laughs> I don't feel that way. No. And then when you see me eating good food, you are in such a joyful mindset yeah. that we share in this yeah, one, yeah. even though I don't eat it. So I kind of feel okay and then uh, when you come home you say mom i come home i say okay when do you come in what ways do you think that you and your mom are similar did i ever tell you that my mom she was raised in uh middle of taiwan and then when she was 19 she came to taipei to uh, help out as a maid 19. Mm -hmm. Then she married at nine, age of 19. So then she started her family. She has my sister at the age of 21. Mm -hmm. Then my brother, 23. Mm -hmm. Me, 25th. And then my younger brother, I think, is 28. Okay. So 
she started her family very young, and yeah. then she come to a different region of Taiwan. Taipei, like the biggest Taipei, city yeah, in Taiwan. Yeah, the big, the capital of Taiwan. So that's when I was a kid. I told my mom I was like her, the personality, all those kind of thing. I said, if I want to be like you, I have to go to United States. That's before I come to United States. So I say that to her. So in one way, when you say that, mm. um, actually. I think that I'm fascinated in another country because that I'm like her. I like to explore. I have my my mind on myself. Are you going to Mars and Zhujiang? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, am I leaving this planet? <laughs> maybe, maybe. So, so that's the one thing that I was saying. Because of the mind of my own, I pursue my dream. Yeah, and like you'll go my, anywhere to do it, right? Yes. It doesn't have to be just doesn't in have to one be a country, right? And so that's why my mom. She has, I think, also four, three siblings, and then all her brother and sister they are in their own country, own, countryside. own countryside. She is the her family's role model. So she has a way how to live through her life. At this time, she lived with her grandchildren and with my my brother,、mm-hmm. and then my sister all around her. She really make her life full of life. I have to say, thankful is that it's not it's not easy. But thank God, I'm making now. Every time when I sit in this living room, is that you know we make things that accumulate little bit、yeah. by little bit, and then that's how we collecting our life. I think that's how my mom see it too. Because now is that every week I will have a conversation with her. And we would chat a little bit, and then remind each other, you know, what、uh, appreciate life. You've talked a little bit about how you and I are similar. I don't remember Grandpa that well. He passed away when I was two. In what ways do you think that he and I are similar? Your dad and me. He and you are different. He is more like your brother because that he is a very mellow person. But oh, one thing. He and you are similar. He's very determined. He is doing the street cleaning, so every morning he has to get up, and he will do it. He get up every morning, every single morning, not even a weekend. Oh, you are like him too. This part, very good intention. He is good heart, like you. Has a good heart, very determined. Because you have to make it every day. Is that、like、persevere? I would say, he does that. Let's talk a little bit about your faith. Michael and I started going to church in about two thousand six, two thousand seven, and I remember that you would drop us off. You would wait in the parking lot. How did you start into your faith? And now that you became baptized in two thousand eight, I think a faith has been a really important part of your life. How has it molded your idea of family now? I have to say, extremely different. Before, who is in charge? Mom is in charge. With that kind of strong mind, mom has to make a decision, and everybody count on mom's decision. That's a can become a tree for this family. But with that, it's really not where it's supposed to be. But because of the person who is speaking right now, she thought that's the way how to make things work. That's before the faith, 
after become baptized, still have the like, old way, old me way thinking. But then every time come to the way, say how to say that, oh, this one, I have to do this. Now the things change. Say God will take care of it. So that's why just now I mentioned it. How would I like Andrew start to worry about that? If Andrew make this decision right, if it's mom's way, mom will definitely give all this <laughs> obstacle. But now because in God's way, in the faith way, is that if it doesn't work, who will help out? Now mom will help out, God will help out. If it will work, who will make it better? God will help it out. With that way, I think that changed the whole perspective of the family, how to manage things. And then if you look back, thank you for giving this the picture frame. The other day when I look at the picture, I say, you know, did you notice that? Not because we smile. Sure, we're happy, we <laughs> smile. But if you look at the background, was so amazing every single day. Not only one year. <laughs> if you're collecting all this picture, every single one. Now, if you look at back to the Europe, go back to the Caribbean, every single trip. But then look back in the mom's way, all time before the faith, mom will be upset because there's a bad weather. Mom will complain. <laughs> Ma will say, why didn't we have the wrinkle? Mm. Why didn't we pick about this? Then mom start to get that kind of loud voice for every single one, right? Mm. You know, now things change. My mind change. Mm -hmm. Is it raining? Excellent. Yeah, accept it. Remember that the raining day, we get everything ready, then we go to the, the ice cave. Yeah, and it's a beautiful ice cave. That yes. was really cool. Right. So that's why now only when I'm ready to humble down as a mother, and I think everything worked out well. Now we're talking about in the real life is that, for example, you're looking for, not just straight to the point, you're looking for the job, right? People say that you don't looking for the job, you did not get a job. Should I be worried? Honest with you, I don't. <laughs> but I told you, I say, are you under pressure? Why do I mention that? Because I know sometimes that people looking for the job, they say, oh, no, I'm out of job, blah, 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 blah. And then they get upset, all that. But then as a mother, I'm showing concern. I say, how are you doing? Concern more about your well-being right. for your emotional. Mm -hmm. That's it. But as a phase way, this is time for you to sit down, think about it. It's a time for you to make your mind ready. Same thing when we're sitting home as a weekend, we are trying to prepare ourselves mm -hmm. for the next day, for Monday. So for you at this time, get yourself ready for whatever up planning mm -hmm. because God has a plan. So I don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. I feel it's more happier. Peaceful. Peaceful because Everything is under someone's control. So that's why I keep telling daddy when we are praying for our family, I say, you know what? I hope, I pray you guys have the same experience like me experience God because you will find so much of joyful. Even walking in the snow, you still have that joy for me. When Michael started looking for a stable's job, you know how did he get it? He walked. From, from here to stable because he was so upset with me because that he wanted to look for a job. He
He worked from our house, walked all the way to the stable to look for the job. And he got it. And then he reminded me for the walking in the snow. For our family, for you too, being as a mother, long time ago, you already know how to make it work. The only thing for me is need to adjust my mindset as a mother. Because usually mother is a controlling person or father is controlling. Every family is different. Sometimes when I get a little bit too stressed out or too frustrated, and I will say, God, you take care of this. Because you've been taking care of me, I know you're taking care of them. Because in your words, you say that already. That's a promise. Final question. We've talked a lot about your relationship to me as my parent, you're my mom, you're a role model, you're an inspiration, like hearing your story about coming all the way from Taiwan, making your dream come true here, and then having faith in us to pursue our own dreams and make our own decisions. How do you think that your view of God as your Holy Father, as a parent, how do you think that relationship has developed over the years? Not just you being my parent, but now you have someone that you look up to as a role model, as an inspiration, someone who is looking over you and taking care of you. I have this phase is that 2008, then I got 2008, 2009, I have the accident. I experienced a handicap with that not be able to carry stuff, although is that totally knocked down. Me as a strong person now need to get help. And with that, it's starting the first building up relationship. I see that as a way how to get in relationship because mm -hmm. with a kind of independent person supposed to be able to take care of themselves, mm -hmm. now suddenly she cannot be strong. Also, I have to accept people's help. You know, that is really hard for a strong person. Mm -hmm. And then people will take pity of you. And then you be able to see that pity and then accept it with a smile. Mm -hmm. It's really harsh. Only because of the individual, when I say this individual is myself, individual is already weak, helpless, and accepting like a beggar. And then, before, she didn't even see herself as a beggar, because she is usually the person giver. Now she becomes the beggar. Then she realized that, as what you say, this is a relationship building up with the father, mm -hmm. who already been watching out for this beggar, that relationship is just really have to see the stronger one. Then cannot just stay in the background all this time. She has to stand on her own feet to become individual. At least that she can do something on her own. So this is the process. With this process, later on, she come back to become individual will be taking care of herself. That's 2009 till now is 2020. Besides being independent, she has to still carry on her dream job as a teacher. That's the decision I'm making on 2009 that year. I think in September, I decided to go back to school teaching. Do you know how hard it is? It's a beggar need to be a teacher. Talking about this beggar, talking about being a teacher, two things that which is the dream from a long time ago, she destined herself to do that. That whole thing, who take care of it? God, Father, take care of it. 
and then now look back that whole experience you can see how supportive he was he is then talking about being as a uh, as a parent with you both adults that you living you both of out of the home to now is that this beggar become individual and then teacher probably doesn't need to be in the school anymore she has to see for her individual again so with this who is helping out when you're just asking that how do you how do i build up with the relationship i think daily i see his wonder daily now i i'm trying to use this way not to let myself doing the controlling thing i let god open that and then ask the question and not forcing him to accept my decision it just say if you want me this is the way how how i can see it mm. even though probably i don't like it i did not say when would i happen i did not say what how would i want to happen mm. or who should i make it happen if it's your decision and i'll say no matter how i just let him take control of things and things work out so well better than my decision now the stage my relation with my father i would say is the way that i just opened it and then he make that decision as long as i let him do that and he will take care of me so well especially when it turn out you always look at that moment with a smile he take care of you and me It was quite the experience listening to my mom's stories again. It brought me back to my own childhood when I would be sitting in the back seat of the car as mom lectured me on the importance of hard work and how grandma and grandpa worked as a housemaid and a street cleaner and she attended night classes to get a college degree. But as a young child, it just seemed like a fairy tale that my mom was telling me to get me to do more math problems at after school. Now that I'm the age that she was when she left the United States, the stories hit a lot closer to home. Would I be willing to leave behind my security, my loved ones, my language, and my home on a week's notice in pursuit of a dream? My mom did. And because she did, I'm here today speaking to you. To reflect on how my mom's decision to embark down an unknown path with an unwavering enthusiasm at each step of the way whether it was coming to america becoming a parent or forging her faith her ability to recognize opportunity is a testament to her finding her own peace in life even when time and time again the unexpected happens she finds a way to navigate through uncertainty through faith i've never been more proud and humbled to be related to such an inspirational woman and to call her my mom. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Giant. I'll see you next time.